Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We say there wasn't enough points yesterday. Wow, 38 to 34 Titans over the Storm. The last time the, the Storm conceded over 30 and lost was against the Titans, and it was 36. So maybe they're a bogey team. Sounds like they have a few of them. You know, Raiders come down, and you know, the, well, when they go to Raiders especially, they uh, have a tough time against them. But here, the Titans come back and, and beat the Storm, who really, let's be honest, they weren't very good. So there's some slight worries about a few of these players at the moment. But remember, guys, 38 to 34 means middles, attacking uh, middles-based stats there. Not very good. So guys like Christian Welch end up with limited minutes, for example, but Trent Leoro, who's very much relying on those base stats, didn't score as well for that reason. So that's something to think about when you're going through this one and looking at your trades for next week. Uh, I wouldn't be rushing to get those type of guys out. Lots and lots of points in this one, which obviously suited a few different players. Harry Grant for one of them. How good is this man? 70 points there, the three try assists, a couple off the boot couple of through his hands as well so he was great and missed tackles were down this week so that's a big big win you know you'll see games like this where we have two or three ta- uh, missed tackles and you know games where he gets and, and you take these ones for sure if he can starts in there also of course he's going to do well so a nice 70 for him thankfully for my squad i end up picking a guy that'll be in the third part of this video with the cowboys and robson and he did just outdo grant but i was very heading into uh, that game, considering that Grant was another option, I just decided to use that little bit of extra cash available to to go. Sorry, to go for Robson and leave a little bit of cash in the bank's week. So Harry, seventy start, much higher than you know we could have even thought. But you know, will that drop down a tad? Potentially, but it shows that in this squad here, in the Storm, without a lot of their guns, he has to do a lot of the work. You can see there, he's really not overplaying his hand, but he's getting involved in every single thing. Obviously, the three tries just there. There's a few there where you know, Alec McDonald, for example, dropped another cracking selection to start the year. He was the clear option over Egan Butcher, it looks like, that's for sure. And a 58 for him. Percentage ownership is not crazy at 25, so you know, just a little bit under that of Lockie Miller. 
Yeah, for a guy that you know, was fairly cheap at the start of the year, he's going to get up to about sort of 75 to 80K now after this 58, which is awesome. Two great scores in a row. You know, tackles, 36 tackles for no misses is very exciting for a guy like Eli Katoa. He runs a cracking line. Like they do need to keep him in this side because he his offensive offensive talent is awesome. And you know he's fairly fit now. I wouldn't say that he's lacking in that department. He's been able to play 80 minutes every week. So he's one of those guys that they need to keep in this side. It's a few of the other guys they need to kind of sort out. And these middles with a few of them out, that's when they're, you know, that's where they're struggling a little bit. Young players like Warbrick on the edge there was where they you know, had a little bit of a tr- little bit of trouble. Khan Pereira stood him up. So, yeah, well done, Tony Khan Pereira, and is with that one, that's for sure. Nicky Meany, so uh, back to back to a good game. Round one was awesome. Round three was also great for him and his fantasy scores up to forty four now. He will start to make a little bit of money again, but really not one you want to be looking at at this point. Jerome Hughes there forty seven, so up and down again. You know, up over seventy last week. This week down a little bit. Obviously, just so much time when they were standing behind their goalpost waiting for a goal kick from uh, Tanner Boyd there, who got seven in the end, which was crazy. Uh, just, yeah, that stopped a lot of his sort of general play kicking down to 127, 83 run meters, usually over 100. Did get the line break and try, so that's a little bit concerning that he can still get that and get a 47. So that's that there. Dave Fafita didn't get the 80 minutes this week. It was a very strange one for the Titans. They hooked foreign early so Tanner Boyd went off for his HIA came back on for foreign which obviously gave you know, Tanner a few more kick meters and, and the like there but um, yeah not happy and I don't know why they end up moving him on because he came back on and, and helped them out in the end so yeah not good but Dave Fafita 46 minutes uh, 60 minutes and 46 points so he went off as well and again no real attacking stats for him the 46 you know, you'll take because of how well he went the other weeks, but it's definitely something you want to look at some improving from him and, and getting some more minutes and at least a try. Like that has to happen soon, right? I believe they play the Cowboys next week. So we saw how soft that defense was against the Warriors. We'll see how he goes next week. Okay, big Tino. So he had a, another lower game this week. He's averaging 47 across the first three. 21 tackles, not great. Obviously the middles, as I said, is going to be a little bit of a worry unless they were getting a host of different tackle breaks, offloads, and attacking stats, it wasn't going to be their type of game. So I think you can chill on the Tino trade-out thoughts because it wasn't much of a game from him. Still got the three offloads, but yeah, 43. You'd be looking for 55 plus, and he's not going to get that unless he's getting 180 meters and sort of 35 to 40 tackles. That's where it's going to come from for the most part. And then you know, to get 70s plus is where the, uh, the offensive stats are going to come from. Tarek Sims, a nice try, but had a pretty poor error at one point there when they were trying to come back. So, yeah, not really an option at, at those minutes and that price point. Tanner Boyd, so 42 in the end. I ended up trading him out to go to Robson and just worked out for him that, you know, 23 tackles, obviously a lot of misses, but seven goals, there's 14 points straight there. You take off, you know, four of those, three of those most likely, um, and he's down that mid-30s, which is where we've been expecting, but good work for anyone that held him. He'll start to slowly begin to make some money again, which is nice. And, and yeah, 360 kick meters was good and you know, didn't have many errors and the like from there. But that bone that bone rattler from Ola, his head was just bang. Um, and he actually looked like he was a bit wobbly getting up, or maybe he's just a bit like winded or rocked. But yeah, lucky he came back on, that's for sure. As I said, guy, middles, don't stress too much on them. 41 for King, just not a, not a game for him, that's for sure. He needs that 12 to 10 game and he'll get 70. So... Take the 41, take the good and the bad. If you brought him in this week, not happy. But other than that, it's okay. Carpera, two tries. So 
Again, he look, he's so electric when he has the ball in hand, so you just need the ball in his hand more, which he doesn't get a lot. He gets 85 meters, and that includes two tries. So 38, you'll take. You'll get some money-making, big into, which is nice. Definitely needed with uh, with Khan there in that one. Don't trade him out, I don't think. Not worth it at this point, especially against Cowboys. Surely Cowboys um, come back, but yeah. So, well, she just the 32 minutes for him, so 36 points. If you're looking at picking him up, he's so expensive. And again, a game like this, don't know why he played less minutes. If you uh, if you know why, let me know in the comments. That would be very uh, helpful. Thank you. Uh, Brimson, two tries for him. Did his job, 34. Just not super fantasy relevant at fullback. He was actually more relevant at six than he is at fullback, which we kind of noticed a few years before. It was like, he was moving to six. Do we pick him up? It was like, no, not really. Like, most likely to score better at fullback. Brimson's one of those guys, you know, different to that of Ponga, for example, who does score better at six. So he still gets those sort of 100 plus run meters, but the tackle numbers are there. And then he can get the try assists and, and tries from, from six anyway. So that's that. As we go down the line, Pezzet. Jonah Pezzet, he had a great game, guys. 34 for him. I was yeah, very excited for him. Like, in and away, sort of dummy and go through. That was great. So, yeah, awesome. Awesome work for him. Very, very happy to for him on debut and get the try assist as well. But it would have been nice if they got a win for him. Trent Oro. So, 24 tackles, one miss, one error, two penalties, and an inside 10 meters. So, negatives-wise, neg nine, not amazing. Obviously, tackle numbers were going to be down. He's been close to that 40 number. 125 meters is still fine, but just one tackle break, no offloads. Doesn't really look like he's going to potentially score tries or anything. So a slight worry, but as I said, he's one of those games where you probably don't want to stress too much with these types of guys. Trent Aura there, 29, averaging 30, 38 for the season, still making money. He will go up again this week with that 29 guys at a lower break even, but long-term, we need to get him back to a 35-40 and these guys need to start defending better, that's for sure. Jaden Campbell got the 60 minutes. So yeah, they brought him on and sort of played him at six while Foran was off and did it work. I don't know. It's probably yeah, a tough question. Foran wasn't happy anyway. Don't know why you're putting offside your, your big signing for the year. Anyway, Titans, eh? Tigers, Titans, the T, the T teams. Don't know what to do. <laughs> they did win this game though. Warbreak 13. Okay, so got stood up in defense. Had three missed tackles. Can happen for a winger sometimes. Not great, but they just never give him the ball. Every time they go right, Jerome Hughes steps off the right leg back in and just avoids Remus Smith and Warbrick. You see here, Remus Smith, 90 meters, Warbrick, 95. Both getting terrible scores. That shows that they're not getting any ball. For them to score 34 points and not get anything, not even close to getting over 100 run meters, criminal. So Warbrick, slight worry. Obviously averaging 30 before this, so it's not dire straits, but what might be dire straits is that George Jennings comes is likely to be back next week. And does he take Warbrick's spot? There's a chance. So I know uh, there's a few guys in the next few games that people will be interested in. One named Tyrell Sloan, but we will go on to the Cowboys beat the Warriors. So big congratulations to the, all the Warriors fans, to the Warriors players. They were awesome. That one there where Pompey just ran over Val Holmes, got that offload away. That was impressive. Very impressive. So Thankfully for me, I did do the trade outs this week. I went with what I had in the trades video. So Robson came in and to be on 52 at halftime, I was like, oh, thank goodness it worked out. Uh, just a, a pretty poor half for the Cowboys in general in the second in the second stanza there. And he did end up with an offline you know, tackle numbers. I think he was over, over three, so a little bit lower in the second half. Everything was just a bit lower. Uh, but he did a good job there in this game. They did not give him the line break. Yeah, that's frustrating. 
So they're not going to keep that there because they bounced back and, and dove through. Anyway, 74 points here. A little bit over grade there. He's averaging 63. What we were hoping for really was somewhere uh, getting, getting close to that 60 mark. So that 42 kind of killed him a little bit. But two scores over 70 there. Anytime he can get some sort of attacking stats and his tackle numbers are up in these type of games where they're down. Obviously, uh, we were tackling more. The Cowboys and guys like Tohu Harris weren't able to get his massive tackle numbers. So it worked out for Robbo. Still a great option, guys. A little bit cheaper than Grant. Won't average as much, but he you, know, you get him in round nine where you don't get Grant and you get him all the way through. So that's the that's the kind of the appeal with Robbo. And yeah, it looks great. So always in the tackles. Just a, an easy guy to watch, that's for sure. Tackles, runs the ball a bit around the ruck, a couple offloads, a couple of tackle breaks. Awesome. Uh, Montoya, how good? Good on him. Justin Vanga, 64 as well. So this is 42 minutes for him. A great welcome back. A very soft try through the middle. Sean Johnson, we need to talk about him because he has been spectacular. Big congratulations to everyone who was talking about him in the preseason. I didn't quite have him averaging this high. I had him at about six, seven points of value with, with potential for upside around the 50 mark. So he's priced at what, 39? He had him about 44, which... I thought it was pretty fair, about five or six points of up, upside, and he's absolutely blown that out of the water. The kick meters have been really high. Running the ball, which is great. Tackle numbers, been fine. Not missing too many too many balls there. And, and out in this one, for him to get no attacking stats here, he had four tackle breaks and an offload. For him to get that and score 59, amazing. Like, there's not much more to say. Like, he, he's been a great option. He's only been up 44K, so this one will bump him up. He'll be about 70K now up and 630 and I still think he's a solid option. I don't see much of an issue with him. I'll speak about Adam Reynolds in the next one, but both those guys just doing it easy, which is what we want from these halves in our teams, that they are very much getting involved. They're getting those kick meters, which Tamari Martin doesn't have. And that was the narrative with, with Sean, was that he was going to get the majority of those kicks. And, and that's exactly happened here. So big ups to everyone who selected Sean. Uh, there's there's you know, a decent, decent chunk of you at 2.8%. Obviously, a, a bunch of Warriors fans who are hoping you do well. And a massive congratulations to all of you guys for doing that. Wade Egan, the man that just keeps scoring tries. Incredible. You know, 67 minutes, got a HIA, got the cat one. It looked, it's, you know, obviously, he, he failed his HIA. Hit two HIAs in this game, passed the first one. He seems to get hit in the head every game. What I'm noticing, guys, is, is something to think about. If you have two guys that are similar in your teams in terms of ability and you know, buy schedules and these types of things, pick the guy that is taller. Just something that I've been... One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com noticing not once has it been close to Payne Husk getting hit in the head Pat Carrigan Tohu Harris all of these guys they're very un they're much more unlikely to get hit in the head just with these tackles all it takes is that little one yeah they're all they're all going for sort of shoulder mark but if they're a six foot two six foot three type of guy 
very unlikely that they're getting in the, hit in the head compared to these smaller guys like Egan who are down and around that. You know, even their tackling, for example, when they're trying to get in there and hit with the shoulder, sometimes their head gets in there in the wrong spot and that's straight on the other guy's shoulder, which is the issue. So you know, these other guys like Tohu and stuff, they do have a slightly better tackling technique for one, but when they're running the footy, less likely of getting hit. And when they're tackling, they're usually slightly above that point and they're actually hitting with their shoulder or just below. So something to think about as well. Just really like, you don't wanna make it too, too much of a big deal, but if you have someone similar, then then work that out from there. Also, massive congratulations to Tamati Martin. So 25 tackles, one miss, actually kicked. So got 53 meters, so one point there, but 69 run meters, did get an offload, got a line break, two try assists, three line break assists, Yes, congratulations to Tamati Martin owners. There's 18% of you that hold that have held the faith. Uh, so very, very happy for all of you. Doesn't help my team, but well done to you guys. Tohu Harris, 51. So again, did his job. Still got 80 minutes in that heat. It was like 4.30 in, in Townsville when they started this game. And Tohu's still just getting through his work. So 80 minutes every week for him. Surely there is one. I thought this might've been the week that he gets a bit of a rest at five, six minutes to go when they were up by what, 14? You thought that might've been smart, but... <laughs> didn't what well, wasn't to be with that one with Tohu, but yeah, 51. You'll take it, guys. You know, see Carrigan in the next one. Just wasn't their perfect game, but still over 50, still better than Hopgood, still better than Tino. There's a lot of guys that you know they score better than and still fine. As you go down, yeah, Pompey, nice try for him. Little shout out. Nanai, 43 run meters, and like three of those runs were near the end when it was garbage and didn't mean anything. So still frustrates me with him why they don't go to him more for one, why he doesn't come looking for work. Val Holmes, someone that comes looking for work, 157 meters, nine tackle breaks, no, no tackles, no attacking stats other than that, just the two goals, 47. So he's still gonna stick around that 611 mark and he's still a great selection in your teams, guys. Tua Piki, very excited for him. You know, we spoke about that him probably being a good fantasy prospect, but only for one week with Chance coming back and he delivered. He got one try saver there, got the eight tackle breaks, 150 run meters there, even a force dropout. So good stuff to a Piki. Welcome to the NRL. Cotter, 38, ouch, ouch, that's for sure. Uh, minutes, low, low, why? It did look like he, they were doing a little ACL test on him in like the first few minutes and I was, it looked like, cause um, Chester's got the long hair as well. I was like, oh no, it's Cotter. Uh, but yeah, little worry there, but 40 tackles in this one, 55 run meters, where was his go forward that we needed? Where was Tamalolo's go forward that we needed? Yes, we tackled a lot, but that's not good enough guys. It's really not good enough. So. Frustrating, if you own Cotter, frustrating. He will work into the season, guys. He's looking to play big minutes. It, it has been said, but how long do you keep the faith? I think you need to go again. They play the Titans next week. It could be, it, anyway, it could be a high scoring game, but does he manage to get, you know, big middles numbers and then get some attacking sets as well? It would be a luxury if you traded Cotter out. Let me let me just say that, because there's a lot of issues with Duries and uh, Talaus and these types of guys in our squads that I think Cotter, you can leave at the moment. Near Corey there, 36 for him. He was okay. Again, not exactly what you're looking for when you're paying that kind of money. Tommy Chester, so I brought him in as a three-week play. He was probably slightly better than I thought. I was hoping for three 30s, three 32s. We could sort of make 100K or so. And a 35 kind of exceeded that. And he was so, so close to getting a line break, two extra tackle busts, and a try, which would have got him up to 50 there. More than that, just over. Uh, but yeah, really desperate defense from the Warriors. Sort of one was around his ankles and then one just up top that kept him just short of the line. Otherwise, he was definitely over. He spoke about pregame 
uh, and during the week that his running game was his strength and he's in and away there to get around the defenders and they just held on for dear life and you know previous Warriors teams would have would have missed that they would have tried and they would have missed him and he would have scored uh, so yeah awesome for, for Warriors but yeah not good for me Chester but I'll take the 35 at 230k that's obviously way overs you know almost 20 points over his break even so that's great hopefully he can do that the next two weeks and for Cowboys like for him to get 35 still in this team where which which played really poorly and got beat by 14 we'll take that it could have been like 15 or 20 but he was great ran the footy awesome only did end up with the four tackle breaks but you know this, that could have been a lot more he had four missed tackles early there's one he was help, trying to tackle Adam Fenor Blake came off him a little bit and then he like when he offloaded it to Wade and then tackled Wade one-on-one. -on -one. was a good tackle, but he just ended up bouncing and then spinning around and scoring. So, yeah, just a couple of those missed tackles as well that just all happened in the first half. So that's that. All right, down lower, Barnett. So we speak about him recently, and looks like he is in a little bit of trouble. He had some nerve issue in his neck, so hopefully he's okay, and he can be back next week, but we'll keep an eye on him going forward. And then Highland Lukey, just a big big welcome return for, for Highland. And, you know, he had a couple of good runs and stuff like that. So, yeah, hopefully some bigger minutes for him. We definitely need his output in his next uh, bunch of weeks. And then Vaalea. So a lot of people were talking about him in the preseason. He's still going to be that 15-point plotter, unfortunately, unless he's scoring tries. So that is that game there. And we move to the last one, which is the Broncos v. those Dragoons. And, you know, it was a worry early on in the game that, that the Dragons were, were going to beat these Broncos. And that abs that spurt at the end was absolutely incredible. Let's get out of the way now. I was super excited with Payne Haas coming on and just getting straight into his work and getting a couple of offloads. But when he offloaded to Carrigan, who's currently not in my team, he's in the people squad, so I'm happy for that. And he's in a lot of your squads, but I wish I started with him, obviously. Him over Murray was where, where I was going to go, which would allow me to go Grant, Robson, you know the spiel. Anywho... He offloads it to Carrigan, who then gets through, makes a line break, and then ends up passing it to Reese Walsh for the try. I was like, I don't have both of them. <laughs> but is what it is. Um, yeah, well done to the, to, to the last 10, 15, 10 minutes there for the Broncos guys, especially Walsh, just absolutely killed it. Stagsy, finally a good game for him. As I said, he's a 20-point player, and then he's a 70-point player, and this was his 70-point week. So try assist, the try. Obviously, plenty of run hitters there with a uh, runaway one for him to pass it back inside. And that offload at the end just flies over everyone's head and shock. Reese Walsh is the one running onto it. So, yeah, again, what well until Walsh owners, I'm just a bit salty, obviously. Payne Haas, I end up captaining him. And, of course, this week, again, he gets the limited minutes, you know, six minutes down to what he played last week, which you know, only brought him on for the last seven minutes. And very lucky that he actually came on and provided uh, a couple of line break assists and then two offloads there. And still only given two tackle breaks, so... Seems really low for me, but 240 meters. He made all 26 tackles in the first half, guys. And then played an extra 10 minutes in the first bit. And then seven minutes at the end, didn't record one more tackle. That's how kind of weird that play was for him. So I was very lucky that he ended up with a 65. So won't complain with that because, yeah, that's what we hope for each and every week with Hass. And he delivered, which is good. Adam Reynolds, 65 for him. So another terrific week for Adam with the two tries, the five goals, 16 tackles for no misses three four dropouts just doing everything across the park and he's someone that's definitely an option guys he will be up over probably close to 750 this week and that will pop him at what a 53 54 price point so you're getting him at gun status not a lot of room to be made just remember if he does pick up any little niggle like last year he will drop his output tremendously you know he was averaging this for a long time when the broncos were going well 
and then they started playing a little bit more poorly and he had a little bit of an injury. So just be aware of that kind of stuff, but you obviously can't uh, determine if people are going to get injured or something like that. So that's that. Carrigan, 51, 57 minutes, a little bit down on that. 51 points still for him to be able to get to that point. Obviously included that you know, line break, the, the try assist there at the end. Uh, did end up with an offload as well. So lots to say with, with Carrigan on that. Very similar to Walsh, very similar to Hamiso. All of those guys end up you know, really lucky in terms of their scoring because until the last 15, 20 minutes, they were all very, very low scores. Like Carrigan was 19 in, the, in his first stint and then came back on for 27 minutes and most of these, score, these points came in the back end. So that's it for Carrigan. Walsh as well, 51, did get involved in everything at the end, but he was in a, at a time in this game where he was on sort of six at halftime and, and obviously really improved in the back end. So can that happen regularly? Just be aware that these these games, these lower games will happen at some point. Uh, but if you didn't watch that game, that's how it played out. He tried to get involved in a lot. It just wasn't happening. They were containing him really well. And then looks like the shackles fell off at the end and he dominated. Jackie Bird, 47 for him. Played the full 80 this week, guys. So very impressive. Ben Medoc-Masilla went off for HIA early. And that would have been the transfer that Bird would have had to come off. And that didn't happen. And then he just stayed on the rest of the game. Ben Merrick-Masilla played only the 40 minutes. So does this happen week in, week out? I'm not exactly sure, but that 47 minutes last week was an anomaly. And I think he'll get closer to that 80 minutes in the middle. You know, working. He had no attacking stats at all in this one. So you'd expect that. you expect a few more misses from him, but replace that with the attacking stats and you're all good there. Flakes, he is going to be a real asset to the Dolphins next year, especially if Bennett can keep him in check with a lot of his discipline stuff. He's going to be great. Tyrell Sloan, wow, hey? Who would have thought? Try save against the Broncos too. Try save over the line break and the try, which was lovely. 90 meters run. He had two turnover tackles and the try saver. So that one that he tackled him out at the end, he got the turnover tackle and the try saver. So there's nine points that he wouldn't have got regularly. So just be aware that he won't score a try every, every game, guys. He won't have limited negatives. He only had the three missed tackles, zero errors. Great for him, but... Is he a 30-point scorer? He will be up, guys, after this week. Again, he'll be up in the sort of early 300s, 310, I'd say, approximately, with that 44, 305, 310. And can this happen every week? But I'll say, though, that, that halftime little chat that they have with him, he seems so happy to be there and you know, very knowledgeable as well, which is good, in what they were doing wrong, what they needed to do better, um, and, and where they were doing great things. So Sloan, very excited for him. Great work. Little... 46 minutes. Yeah, I was a bit worried when Mbai came off pretty late in the piece there. Little came on. Very, very good work ethic. So 46 minutes, 42 points there. You're worried though because you need him to play about 55 to 60, which is what we spoke about last week, and still get attacking stats. So great to see his uh, middles work. His, his base stats was up, but that needs to improve from there. Corey Pag is actually going to make a little bit of cash this year. Crazy, hey? Who would have thought? Farnworth, 42 uh, in, his out, in his outing there. So 47 average the first bunch of games. He's still a keeper in the centers and will do it a good job. Zach Lomax, 40, was okay. Sullivan, a great try for him. Very happy for his output. 208 kick meters. That's cool. Uh, but 48 run meters, 13 tackles. Got the try in there as well. It was great. Ezra Mam, one of those guys going to be hit and miss. Still got a try, but doesn't get the base stats in terms of kick meters. Run meters were a bit down. As of the week before, he was in everything. A lot of offloads came to him and he was in open open pasture and was able to do his thing. And yeah, Ben Medoc-Masilla, the 13 in his 40 minutes. So had the HIA, then got hooked, you know, two penalties, disgusting. 
Uh, they were bad ones too. They were in you know, bad territory. And then one error, one missed tackle. Not good at all. Yeah. Another another cash cow flopped. Who would have thought that uh, Sloan would have ended up being the better cash cow over the first couple of weeks? Hey? Who would have thought? Ben Mokosil looked so good in the trials. Came out last week, looked great in the first half. 23 in his 40 minutes. And then butchered it. You know, got an extra, what, one point or something? Two points. And then this week, just wasn't good. Just wasn't good. So we're going to leave it. Goodbye, guys. Good luck today.